There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. <laughs> Side stories. Yeah, your That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. <laughs> yes. I'm ready to perform now. Come oh, on, you know, ready to go. Come on, little girls. Ready to perform. Come on, little girls. You take your penis and hand come up now, you little girls. Mm, I come love on. that Cajun Henry. Yeah, come on, you know, girls. Mm. You want to put some black in this bag on out. On our little mm. buddy, you old little girl. <laughs> Is that good? Yeah, it's really good. It it's reminds me of some of the fantastic food we had in Las Vegas this Man, past weekend. Vegas, we kept the lights going. I want to say, we did. my losses alone in Vegas this weekend, I hope it kept one letter of the Tropicana sign lit for an hour. Maybe one light bulb in that letter of the Tropicana sign was lit for one hour because you lost all of your money playing three-card poker. However, at one point, you were up. Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. I never was. Ben. I never was once. I lost money from the fucking second I stepped into the casino. But Cena Gosnavi from Fraudsters, he won. We gotta come. We're looking for him. Just so you know, if you if you know and you see Cena Gosnavi somewhere out there, he was with us in Vegas. He won a lot of money in Vegas. Get him up for cash. Go get him, man, because he knows how to flip it three times. He runs fraudsters welcome he to will, side stories he will love that i also i'm doing my dry jam but i took a small break of course because it's love yeah. in las vegas and if you're sober in las vegas it's a crime yeah. um i have to say i jumped right back into the deep end and now it's been about 36 hours since my last drink i'm still hungover. Uh, still hung over it sounds I'm still like hung over no i can hear it in your voice and that's yeah. why we're professionals at talking because no matter how we feel physically our lips still arrive to the microphone. Absolutely. All right, everyone. Well, we have some fantastic stories for you. We all got today. a lot of stuff. I don't going know on. if they're fantastic stories, but they are stories of the human condition, aren't they? We really do. I want to say we got some good ones, got some interesting stuff. First up up top, I want to say that we did, we have been kind of loosely covering the Brian Koberger case. Koberger. Koberger. Um, we were susceptible. And we were fooled by so some propaganda last week. What happened? We just got some things wrong. Um, because what? Us? Um, yeah, us? I, mean, I don't know. Because that's the thing. You guys look to us, right? And you say like, oh, you know, like your bastions of information. Mm. The thing is, think about Kissel, first of all. He's the center of how many controversies that we've had just on this network alone. He's the center of Mattressgate. No, that's right? not even a controversy. He was a part of a whole. Yeah, you. That was your Chris Christie like moment for the network. No, no absolutely you were, not. You were mattress gate. Was I got a mattress from Casper Mattress? Jackie asked for it. I said I can't give it to you because I desperately need a mattress. Wait a second. Who am I hearing? Oliver North testimony. What are there you talking also, about? Who pooped in the tub? Right. That was also a thing. Kissel was there for. He who was exonerated. I was, I was, was exonerated. exonerated. But. Were You're there, the one who admitted to it in jest or not. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Yes. All right, because I want to say, because he's a flip-flopper. He's a flip-flopper. Where there's poop, there's fart. All right, so just know that. We're trying to cover it. I think we're going to get back to covering the Koberger case once it's kind of at, on let's trial. Get, let's get to the trial where people are under oath and they can't legally lie. Then we'll get into it, but it is really interesting. I do have some really, really great information that I do want to share because me, I'm just a whore for attention and money. We know. Right? I will suck the dick of any fucking cockroach roach that will allow me to get ahead in this life and you know that about me and you love that about me because mm -hmm. why i'm too real to be adjusted to the industry right? a roach of course that's why henry's favorite band yeah, is still yeah. papa roach Ooh, this I, is my last resort yeah and that's what i said the last time i went on a vacation uh to mexico papa roach they need to, they need to uh partner up with margaritaville papa roach means margaritaville Papaville. We actually had a really good concept in Vegas, and yeah, we were hammered and maybe in a little bit of mushrooms, but it was a good idea. Martharitaville. 
Martha, Martha Stewart's, Stewart's Margarita. Margarita I could see that we're working get actually. I do get, like that. We're She's picking cool. up the, the we're picking up the uh the it's the the, the old crocheting woman that needs a place to go once her husband goes to the cigar bar to go have sex with men. Martha's cooler than all of us combined. Absolutely, but I have some really breaking news about the Coburger case. Again, Coburger. you come to this website, you come to this website. Okay, this is a website. This website. First of all. You come here because you expect nothing but high grade, up to the minute information that you might that sometimes gets it's the bonk. It's a weekly podcast. The second, it, the, the, it's all not up to the minute. The Koberger we talked about the idea was that he was yelling things in jail that got debunked. A couple other things got debunked, but guess what, man? Things shave around, but you know what didn't get debunked. Yeah. So you remember what I covered the beginning of this month? Mysterious booms in Idaho, right? Yes, these mysterious, mysterious booms. booms right, in Idaho. we talk about this, and you know, we covered a little bit about you know, kind of in general about how booms are seen around the country, not just boomer sites, and on those on television. That's really a fantastic uh, kind of a sports reference. I'm more of a reference towards a commentator at this point. I will say, when it comes to the booms of Idaho, perhaps someone's just playing Street Fighter very loud. But this thing is, Kissel, is that what if it wasn't just mere explosions, but they were doors opening? To and I mean this, and I get this information from the height of Reddit. All right, wow. this is wow. Bigfoots released from the caverns of the hollow earth that have gone and have murdered these precious coeds. You know, I because actually it is so you Bigfoot. Think- it is. I, I am just saying here because there's also some. If you look up some of this, and this is not debunked. No, I'm, not, anybody I'm actually not going to allow this Bigfoot slander. No, no, no. It's, this he, will actually piss me off. Bigfoot. Was I don't just, give a fuck what Koberger yelled in jail, but you're going to malign my cryptid, let me my people's cryptid. The Bigfoot but- said nothing. The Bigfoot was a part of the scenario, saw what was going on, and did not decide to disclose just how deep this conspiracy went. Bigfoot would never do that. Because they knew, well, the thing about Bigfoot is they know how to keep a secret, right? They don't talk. We don't know. They telepathically, no, they telepathically will engage with a person, but they do not actually speak. You'd be surprised. They go, that's a yell. That's a yelp. You're right. But I was going to say again, that is up to the minute, real information. We know that now for a fact. And now it's time for us to begin our free Brian Koberger (laughs) whole campaign. We're going to free him because we know for a fact that it was shadow people that were caught on camera by the same. So basically there was a bunch of like street cameras and they saw a couple of blobs. And some guy was like, those be cryptids. Those be and cryptids. then he said, boom. So he's like, big boom, boom. Big boom. Would that boom. mean encrypted? Cryptid live in hollow earth and encrypted. He right. go up to top of uh, Idaho and he go, me be out, me get out, me get out. And then when he get up out, yes. right, he were like, oh, me kill girl, me kill girl. Because again, for some reason, he has decided as cryptid yeah. that he's some kind of like, even though cryptids never killed anybody with a knife before. They don't need to use a knife. Again, they are super human or super uh, um, they, they are entities that have more superpowers than we. So this is you attempting to cover fixing. up the most mundane mistake that we possibly could have made. Because oh, I no. also believe everything we say. Um, so you do believe it was indeed Bigfoot. I think that now I am. I have now. <sighs> this is me now. This is what I'm when I go to the trial. Because again, because the Christian trial, I don't think it's going to happen. I think the Christian trial may they may not make it. I think that they may just kind of plead out. In a way, I don't know what they're going to do, uh-huh. but well, I don't think they're going to go to me. So I need to go to a trial this year. I've been itching to go to one. They're fun to do. Like you go, you hang out, yeah. you can pick it. And so I feel like this is my way to get on TV at the trial. Well, that'll be great for you is, of course, you I'm need just trying exposure. to get eyeballs on the show. Well, Henry, I have something to tell you about the future. Oftentimes people think the future means that things are going to be better. No, who but often that? T- many times. But uh, usually it's not the case. No, Did I mean, well, see, things are different. It's not really crime in a sense that anything is 
being done illegally, but it's a crime against the life, the, just a crime against world. It's a crime against comedy, and it's a crime against entertainment, hmm. and it's just a crime against humanity. Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. Wait, so you're coming at my one of my favorite pair of septenarian boobs that exists, that you're going to come at this woman? I know she's got some weird politics and stuff, but I'll still, like, I, I'm not hearing what she's saying. The politics are the best part about her, and I'll tell you one thing. Hmm. She's what? crazy. You think that that's the best part about her? I'm not a huge fan. But anyway... Uh, New York City, they have a comedy club. They did. It's called Caroline's. Oh, you know what? It's kind of, oh, no, know, no. I, I, do you I know mean, what Caroline's is being replaced with? We're about to, I know, I know. We're about to head into like real comedy and comedians co podcast territory where we talk mm -hmm. about inside baseball comedy No, this shit. is not inside baseball. This yeah. was in this was in the middle of Times Square. Well, it's because Caroline's. It's one of the most famous comedy clubs well, of all time. It's not even just the most famous. They were um, truly good to the comics of all of sure. those types of places. I mean, they never I had remember, me. I don't know. I did. Well, we didn't try. We didn't really try to get past there. I did a bringer, which was hilarious. I did a full stand-up <laughs> set where I made it up for 10 minutes. That was like, so I think that was where I met my, like, my ex is where I met somebody. It's like it's like a whole like fun scenario in there. Sure. They were really good to Murder Fist. They booked us like three times. We bombed. We just bombed. They hated us. Well, because Murder sketch Fist. comedy in, in Times Square. They don't want they don't want your alt like comedy there. Sketch comedy time. and stand-up doesn't necessarily go hand-in-hand hand with the minds of the consumer. But I, Caroline's leaving New York City is one of the worst things to happen to comedy in a long time well, because it's, just, it's very, very sad. It just tells you it's impossible to have any kind of restaurant or comedy club in New York City, which is a massive problem. Unless, yes. of course... You're a ping pong bar. I can't so believe this fucking concept has I, now I overtaken Caroline's. And I didn't know there was enough ping pong enthusiasts to have a ping pong bar. There isn't. Um, um, you just missed me just falling out of my chair. No, literally I literally reacting to it. You didn't even you didn't I say it. I don't react because it's a it's an audio medium. And so the idea of walking into a bar and you just hear crap. Ping pong. Ping it's, pong. No, it's not. Unless it's done by boobies. No, it's not. No. And um, so I just want to say R.I.P. to um, Caroline's to fun to, be, to anything remotely cool in Times Square, because that was probably and one of the coolest, like of the dwindling places to go that are remotely acceptable in Times Square. That was one of the last ones. It was just 40 years. It was just one of those classic. It was just it's pure. Yeah, it was like just history. Spilt, yeah. Smell like spilt beer and bombing, but also laughter. So Susan Sarandon co-founded this, which is why I brought her up. You know, it's a 14,000 square foot space. And it's gonna charge sixty bucks per hour I, per table. So what can you tell me? I what would, psychopath? Do, I could do anything else for sixty bucks an hour. You could go and get an absolutely satisfactory hand job under a bridge for twenty bucks. You can literally get that three times a day. You have any idea how much more fun that is than paying money to stand outside with a bunch of strangers playing ping pong? That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. There already was a ping pong bar on the Lower East Side. I remember I went to it, and it was absolute hot fucking garbage. It's because disgusting. I do understand. It's a fun idea, whatever. But you're also you're replacing one of fun. the most beloved entertainment institutions in the country with a ping pong bar. Nobody likes it. Nobody cares about it. I've just never heard of a ping pong bar. It's There and was I in the Lower East Side. There was one and it was a it was kind of a mess because the problem is the drunker you get, the worse you get at ping pong. And so most of the time people are just chasing around ping pong balls. It's kind of like, it's like if it's basically if the Three Stooges owned a bar. 
Right. So anyway, if you are a ping pong enthusiast, you can go spend 60 bucks an hour Ugh. or you can just buy a ping pong table hey, and have bro, people over at your house. A ping pong table. I'm look it up. I think ping pong table literally costs $150. I don't understand and if you can, any just of this. Take it outside. Just take it outside if you're going to do it. I know if you have an apartment, if it's a small, I'm going to see how much it says. Yeah, well, well, the higher end ones, it can be very expensive. All right. I'm wrong. Okay. I'm fucking wrong. But higher ones can be expensive. But still, it doesn't matter. Fucking just sit in a bar. Well, either go way. Go dance. Go not, dance and sing karaoke. Not, be with people. Not really crime related, just a crime against humanity. And then just lastly, in a scary story from New York, uh, planes almost collided when one plane was taken off and another plane was I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about it. There you go. Thank so, you. I, you, you don't want to hear about that? I really, that's kind of one of those things I just delete. You don't like to hear about that? I just tried you to delete You know what I did it. do yesterday? What? I YouTubed safest seats on a plane because these people crashed planes on purpose. Well, they say first and, class dies first. They, they are always, that is technically the most dangerous seat. I forget the seat they said, which I probably should have remembered, but it's somewhere in the middle and it's like maybe the exit. Well, I'll say the exit row. Well, what do you, Fernando, what do you think? Exit row. Exit, exit row. row. Because again, you decide who lives, you decide who lives or dies. And guess what? Every single time, and I'm going to tell you this right now, maybe it'll get me in trouble, but I don't care because I'm feeling a little bit out of pocket today. Because guess what? They ask me to save everybody on that plane. I say, yes, it's a fucking lie. Well, I'm going to need you to good. prove me why you can, why you should go on. I never fully understood how that much responsibility is given to any passenger. Because most of the time people are sitting in the exit row because they're, let's just say, they need the room. They're tall. And, uh, yeah. Or they are just, they're just, you know, they, they struggle. The one thing about the exit row seating, obviously, yes, you are a hero. They still serve you copious amounts of booze. That's the thing. You get just as drunk. Because you deserve it. Because, of course, again, you're the last line of defense between the planes, the people on the plane and death. But the nice thing is they do. They scream directions at you and they say, verbally say yes. And then you have to say, yes, yes, I understand. Yes. And, and that makes you a hero. But I immediately forget. Okay. Uh, I want to actually talk about, then we'll talk about this. This was a very interesting kind of mysterious story involving planes. Now, a plume-like cloud, it shot out of the ocean in front of a Hawaiian Airlines flight. And they don't know what's happening. This is real, this is fucking weird. This was on December 18th. It was a flight from Phoenix to Honolulu, uh, which is just like what, what an, an upgrade. Escape. Honestly. Seriously. Um, and so you get on that plane and it was That's fairly- the great thing. You know, I mean, you, we we complain, right? I mean, I try not to. I really try to be count he my blessings. He never complains. I have never heard him complain it, once. Do you, I'm not a complainer. Uh, no, you tell me I am not a complainer. You're not a complainer. I am not a complainer. You, Henry is fucking lying. I am not a complainer. I, I've gone through hell, and I have not fucking said anything. What I am saying is this. You just complain about the ping pong bar for the last, like, 15 minutes. That's not a complaint. That is a proper assessment it's of grievance. Re- it's, it's, I don't even like Caroline's. I was never passed there. It was just, it's a ping pong bar that replaced an institution that it had, it was just. It had history. It's just bizarre. There's no reason to do it. Yeah. It's just bizarre. No, it's dumb. Anyway, I'm just saying, from going from Phoenix to Honolulu. That's very nice. It is very nice. And so it's like we live in a time now where you can do that. Yeah. And how grateful should we be? Yeah, you're talking about since 1935? No, we cannot fly from Phoenix to Honolulu in 1935. I'm just saying. When did you're Elvis go? Since the invention of planes. When did Elvis go? Elvis, I don't think you've ever left the That was the 60s. Yeah. But that was back when planes were actually nice. That's when a plane was like, you got to go and you smoke all inside. The, people, the baby, they, they, they give the cigarettes to the kids. Yeah. You fucking, the, the pilots drinking. That was when men were free and women weren't as free. All but right. at the same time, we were all having fun. Sure. Sure. Live from your plane. All right. So this is a story about our planes. 
And so this guy, this December 19th, they, they said that, so they're on this fight and everything was fine, whatever. And then they said passengers, like one of these passengers saw it was about 40 minutes before landing. They looked out and they saw the only way they could describe it was a vertical tube-like cloud Sheesh. that came out of the ocean. And the pilots said they didn't know what the hell happened. They saw this thing go through. And so they just, it was too late for them to divert around it. Because as we know, like there, if you're coming in on the landing, then you go back into the pilot's hands. But I do right. believe, and I've said this misinformation before, but you know, I don't know how difficult it is to like off road once it's on, it's like autopilot. Like how do you like, make a quick swerve or whatever? I think that they just have to hit a button. They hit a button, you know. but they hit but also the- you want to be careful. Cause remember that one Buffalo plane when the wings froze and then that plane crashed into a house yeah it's very scary it i hate scary. all of these stories yes but they said it hit this column of cloud and then the uh the turbulence that happened was yeah. so bad it hurt 25 people inside oh, of the plane scary. people got stitches they were really really fucked up really they, like six people had to go to the hospital uh it was because where did they land it, in honolulu they did because they did end up making it all the way to honolulu they were, they were 40 minutes outside of it they were oh, above I the see. fucking this pacific was... ocean they were really so at and least so they landed they, in honolulu yes they did but they got fucked up inside of it but I'd it's really out. weird because they don't know where it came from they said it was some kind of we another sort of like they, they said what's the term it, it was really um an anomaly severely convectively induced turbulence i think that term every day every day i think severely conductively induced turbulence well that i would say once natalie once i get her down in her laundry right and i lay her down in the bed and the first thing i do is Prepare for some severely convectively induced turbulence. And, well, it and seems then I like just shake the mattress. Yeah, because people had a horrible time. Yeah, you and shake then, the mattress until yeah. she falls off the, the edge. Of it. Absolutely. Well, that's great. But, I am uh, not a. Uh, some people, they pretend like they're not scared. You're allowed to be scared in a plane during I, turbulence. No, you should be. Well, I grip the. I try to. I try to fall asleep. I try to fall asleep. It's hard. Um, I, try. I grip the chair. I drink a booze. That's how I do it. But unfortunately, you know, not a lot of people have that available to them. But booze helps. Um, uh, you know what helps? Practical jokers really does help. Kind yeah, of wonder about we're going to die in, like this. They're, they're impractical jokers. They're it's, impractical. It's your favorite show, and you don't you completely got the name wrong. It's literally my favorite show. It's if the it was, only comedy I if enjoy. If it was practical jokes, it would just be really boring. Practical. Yeah, because then it would be weird. Yeah. Yeah, practical jokes means they show up and they're like helping you with your taxes and stuff. But there's well, another that, the, there's another Purple Cloud story that happened not too long ago, like only like the beginning of, yeah. the, the very end of last year. It was in Chile, this like purple cloud, like th- look at this shit, just like this weird, beautiful like it is, is kind of cool looking, but it just showed up and they don't know what the fuck it was. There was another one. They said that they think that it was. They said it they that it was due to a failure of a motor and an impeller pump in a mine. All that with just one of them. I don't know. Okay, but it's well, weird. Did, did you hear this story? So January sixteenth, two thousand twenty-three, history was made. Scientists were able to redirect lightning strikes using a weather controlling super laser. To do to where? This is completely true. It's in Paris, France, scientists in France have created a way to divert lightning strikes oh. using a weather controlling super laser. But what are we trying it to do? We're created- not that in danger of lightning. Right. I mean, I don't know if you can do it with lightning. Maybe you could help the folks in Kansas who live in Tornado Alley. So it was with the Polytechnic Institute of Paris. They guided the strikes from thunderclouds to places where they didn't cause damage. The team says the new technique could save power stations, airports, launch pads, 
and other buildings. Well, so, that could actually keep you from getting do your flights delayed and shit, I bet. I bet you that could suck the lightning out or something like that. That's cool. It's very interesting. This is the kind of shit I was hoping we would get to in 2023. This is the type of like, why don't we have, Fernando, why don't we have massive weather manipulation? Well, we haven't now. Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. That's my thing. In LA, why can't, like, well, we, we did see, we also saw unless, them, they, they were redirecting asteroids and things like that as well. Oh, yeah, you bumped off the asteroid. They bumped the, the asteroid off, off trajectory. Yep. We know that we can do that. It only cost a billion dollars but it, we did it but my question is why can't we get why can't we get consistent rain in la with fake clouds i am so sick of the rain right now bro. well right now it's i'm glad we needed it I it's know. a meme now go back oh, we to the drought it. i want the drought no it's coming back it's already over but Thank the you. rain's over but the thing is why can't we get more consistent rain using science clouds well, why maybe, can't science make it rain maybe because in the future well we'll I'm gonna, i actually have a story here as well talking about american water um but anyway the system creates a virtual lightning rod metal conductors that intercept flashes Whoa. and then they guide it like a little guide they say come over here lightning that's cool and then the lightning goes and you know blows i mean they could to be honest with you at some point use this as a weapon hit the white house which of course that's fantastic <laughs> yeah that's a great idea which of course is inevitably what will happen with everything dude just hit it that's a fucking oh man that's a good Good fucking action movie villain dude and the idea his whole thing they call me the weather babe and his whole thing is that he just he's like you think you can stop me i will bring the you and down with my clouds of lightning <laughs> and then you have a guy who's like all static electricity stuff and he can suck up the electricity himself what's the opposite of lightning rubber Mr. Rubber. <laughs> and then Rubber Man gets in there, man. Ooh, I'll do I this forever. I don't need to do real radio. <laughs> I guess Rubber Man versus Lightning Dude would work. That's cool. According, that's a fucking, that's your show right there. According to Dr. Aurelian Horde, he says, uh, the findings extend the current understanding of laser physics in the atmosphere and may aid in the development of novel lightning protection strategies. Really interesting. I didn't know that we were in so, like, I, mean, I truly did not know that we were so in danger of lightning, like, yeah. as a whole. Yeah, it's still, it's dangerous. We, I mean, we're fixing the, the ozone holes ungaping. We did that know. one. I don't know. Remember that? Man, we fixed it. That was the biggest I don't, danger. I if think you that are, they just stopped talking about it. I'm going to say this. If you are over the age of, let's say, 35, the only thing that you were ever told as a child was that that ozone hole, there was an ozone hole, there was ozone a hole in the hole. ozone layer. Yeah. And it was going to fucking kill all of us, right? I think we just stopped talking about it. No, we did. they're saying that it's healing because we stopped using the proper hairsprays. But it just shows we can do anything, can't yeah. we, girls? I think it might be, uh, I think that might be made up. But anyway, according to Dr. Horde, they I say- I have only said correct things on this show, ever. You blame the like, murder of four people on a cryptid. I read it on the internet. On Reddit. And so I know for a fact that it is real. I heard the booms. You heard uh, the booms. I just We love... saw the smudges on that street video. We know for yes. a fact that those are cryptids and that they are hungry for human flesh. Yes. And even though they've never killed anyone ever before- they did it in Idaho. Anyway, according to this dude, he says the findings may pave a new way for better lightning protection methods for critical infrastructure, such as, again, power no, stations, no, yeah, airports, yeah, yeah, and launch bases. No, but again, they will just end up uh, They'll end up making a weapon out of it um, at some point. But anyway, I thought that was kind of cool. Fingers crossed. Now, yeah. here's another story. This woman, I, uh, again. You in love? I, no. Are you in love? Unfortunately, no. I, uh, so... We're we're spinners and weavers of tales. Sure, right? Look at us. I view us and our very like essential nature as as people as artists as that we're storytellers, right? Like that's why uh -huh. I view anything under I I say when legally like this is how the government legally. knows legally anything that comes out of my mouth 
happens a story. It's satire. It's satire. It's allegory. It's too deep for them to understand. It's never what it is on face value. Wink, wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Never once, right? I can't wait for George Santos to use that as his, as his excuse for lying about how he became a member of the House of Representatives. I want someone to hit him get... in the face with a boat oar. <laughs> I think that that man needs. There's very few people so that really get hit with the. Yeah, the he needs boat to be rolled be around on the ground by a bunch of like big adults, and they need to like do what happened to me when I was in that day camp where they all stripped my clothes off of me and laughed at my penis. I feel sure. like that could help. That could help. Some guys need that. I honestly think that in a way, like now, it's like it was like trauma, like what that happened to me. Yeah, but also at the same time, I think it also made me stronger in a way. Yeah. Um, now this is a story of a woman that this didn't happen to, but this is again, this is another storyteller. So maybe this files under stories that she has told that some people got mad about, but this is how she's telling her story. Now the the writer is Susan Meachin. Now she quote unquote Oof. died by suicide in September of 2020. Right. But it turns out not. Not December of 2020. Oh, yes. Now, so this is a bit she's been holding on to this con for a while. Oh, yeah. So she went and she basically said um, uh, out of nowhere. This was like a couple of weeks ago. A message on her Facebook fan group came out that said, I debated on how to do this a million times. And I'm still just not sure if it's right or not. She wrote yeah. on Facebook. There's going to be tons of questions and a lot of people leaving the group, I'd guess. But my family did what they thought was best for me. And I can't fault them for that. Let the fun begin. She well, said at the end because she's, uh, she is a shitster and a, a mean person. So she when fa- we say author, like, is she self-published? She is these, did anyone read these books? She had a fan base, right? There was enough of it. So she said, according to the, the, the way the story rolls out, is that according on September only, 2020. The only picture they found to put on top of this story was her slightly being strangled by a snake. Yep. That, I believe that is her Facebook picture. <laughs> It is not flattering, to say the least. It, it does. It is not a flattering okay. picture. All right. Um, All right. Now they are. Uh, this story's open September 2020 when her quote unquote daughter posted on a Facebook fan group for her uh. mother's writing called "The Ward" that Michina had died by suicide. All right, and they said that. But the main thing is that not only that she died by suicide, that it was because of internet bullying. Right? The internet bullying made her kill herself. Now, so this is like, I mean, honestly, internet bullying is horrible. Does. And it, it's it can terrible. make you so she took that very serious, horrible thing that happens, and then she was like, let me flip this, reverse it, and then I'm gonna get everyone to be like, we really miss her so bad. And then what did she think was gonna happen? Because this the problem too, is that not only does it make the yes, the audience feels more quote unquote sympathetic for the person that was bullied and then committed suicide, but the thing is, is that it's also the her friends, fellow authors then kind of cannibalize each other to be like, who was bullying this person? And so the whole community sort so of kind of ripped itself each other about who was idea. bullying her. That's and so everyone, idea. because no one was, no one was bullying this woman, but all of these people then began to accuse each other of bullying this woman to death in a public forum, right? And it Great caused a bunch idea. of problems, right? Good, good. Um, and so- Great, Perfect, perfect way to handle Perfect that. way to handle it. Another author basically came out and said, now when it came out that one of our own had taken her life, that was destructive enough and we were grieving for that alone. All right. And then all the finger pointing started and it drove a huge wedge in the community and it lasted for months. Now, the thing was that- Hold on a second. Authors, oh, by yeah. nature- You got to sell the books. They do not have community because authors, introverted, they- You'd be surprised. I don't believe that authors, authors cannot- no. no, much like professional bowlers, 
You do not have a community. Well, you're a bowler. Yes, you're a lone wolf. You've got 10 Kissel. pins to take down every single time with that ball. You don't have a bowling community when yes. playing competitively. I feel that is a big... I don't think writing is competitive. I think that you're it right is. about bowlers. I don't think it is competitive with writers. I think that there's room for everyone under the ten. How many do books do you that? read a year? I mean, you read... A, I read many books. Yes, but... How many don't you? Because you're reading the current book that you're reading. What? Competition. I, I, that's interesting. That's a really interesting concept. If you're reading a book, you're not reading somebody else's. Again, he was the fucking, he shat on his buddy's couch. I did not. Do you remember when he shat on his couch why in the night? Why are you night? bringing that up? I never did that. I couch? never did it. It was never happening. Exonerated. But again, why so many accusations of shit? Why? What's the bottom of it? Let's move on. So several. So, so, so the authors, daughter. So the daughter came on again as Susan Mitchin. So oh the daughter. Does she, she have a daughter? Yeah, I believe she does have a daughter. Okay, uh, but she is. But she is still performing as her daughter. So she Ugh. first said this thing about how, like, to celebrate my mother's life, I need you all to buy her new book called Wait. "Losing Him." It was his her new book called "Love the Last of Lifetime." Right? Okay. How does she book, have a right? new book? How would she have she had, a new book? Because she said that it was not finished before she committed suicide, but then they all completed. And it so as the a daughter family. just went in and said that and. Yes, but it's all fake. The woman just wrote the book, right? Uh, and so they, that's the first thing. So I was like, oh, we got to buy this book, blah, blah, She then put out this statement. Again, this is from the fake daughter's perspective. Uh -huh. Unless something changes in the next 21 days, all of mom's books will be unpublished. Her paperbacks will be going on sale, then unpublished. The only way that you'll be able to get the books that you will be through audio. Her sales and page reads have been zero for a few months now, and it is a waste of my time to work them every morning after work with zero movement. Hell, we hired a PA to help and it's not helped any so far. So if you want any of her work, then now is the time to pick them up. Also, this account will be dark except for audio promoting. Yeah, maybe maybe she needs to be just kind of writing better books there or something. But anyway, I did just search this is according to getlegal.com. Uh, no, it's not a porn site. Is it illegal to fake your own death? They say there are no state or federal laws that make it a crime to fabricate your own demise, even though technically, speaking of Cena um, and fraudsters, this would be an act of fraud, oh, would it not? Yeah, I feel that it falls into the gray area of your piece of shit, right? And uh, is it necessarily oh. always illegal to be a piece of shit? I don't know. Well, this is what they say. If you do try to establish credit under a new identity, that is fraud. Well, yes, of course. That makes sense. Because, again, you're taking what? Money from the government. And they always make sure to punish you if you possibly try to fool the government. There you go, but Because obviously. that's the only thing they care about, right, is, is their money. They don't really care about your life or your, the way you live your life or even the crimes that you do as long as you're not taking money from them. I don't think that this woman's going to see an uptick in book sales. Oh, no. I think people are probably extremely upset to be manipulated in that way. Well, because what she said was that she... She said, now, the excuses is she said that she was put into a mental asylum in September of 2020 and that her family did all of this without her knowledge, which I also... Who the fuck would ever do that? I do not believe this. I do not believe that that is true. I think that that is fake. And that she said, now, she's like, I simply want my life back. My family was in a bad place and did what they thought was best for me. And it's just like, that is, I just think that that is, that is not true. I don't think that she did that. I don't know whether or not, I don't know, let me, I'll look this up. If even Susan, because she is a fucking God, this woman, she's a she, real, she's a real pip. Yeah. She sounds like a bit of a, a serial liar there, which could also oh, yes. make for a great author. I mean, you can get on Oprah. You can be like that uh, Fry character, a thousand million little pieces or whatever the hell that was called. 
Uh, that was all a lie. And hey, it says here he went to a mental asylum. That. Again, I don't know whether or not that is true. Um, I... It is. It's very, very interesting to think that she came out. It sounds like what happened, which happened to a lot of us, is she got extremely overwhelmed during quarantine, and instead of dealing with it She's a in a way, published author. Oh yeah, but I think that she, instead of dealing with it in any uh, shape or form, you know, like she decided to do this sort of attention-seeking act that allowed her to kind of step away from herself, but then get to hold your own funeral. So you also get to see Did everybody say all these nice things about. But I'm just talking about on the internet, like you could to say that you make this post about this person like passing and then you get to see all of these people say oh, you're fighting over I me. love her I love her and then it turns into the but the bullying accusation also then st- destroys the entire community from the inside out as well right. and so it's just it's just altogether very destructive very destructive and um someone who is she isn't very well no, and uh, again, I'm just not sure if this is going to help the career overall. And uh, don't commit suicide. Don't fake your own suicide. Because at the end of the day, um, it just seems like people but, are going to use it for their own motivations anyway. Well, because the ward, the, the Facebook group that she had set up, it was for a bunch of people that were self-published ebooks and writers and print-on-demand writers for romancing. So she created sort of, the, she had cultivated like a group. She was uh-huh. cultivating it and then decided she didn't want to do that anymore. And then she fake killed herself. And then she had her fake daughter come in there and did a, do a bunch of fake stuff. How many books about how 9-11 was an inside job can people handle? I don't know. I mean, hey, you got to be you. You'd be surprised. Nine eleven romance category is just getting thicker and uh, thicker and thicker. I believe. Wait that. till that January sixth erotica starts coming up because you know it's out there, right? It's like just two guys just mm. being like, "I went looking for Q, but all I found was Dave." Aww. And then it's like they went out there and they just fucking. That might be nice. That probably one of the nicest thing you came out of is how many guys yeah, got their dicks sucked accidentally by other weird lonely dads well, at January sixth. That is a good point. There was that c- looking for community aspect wasn't there. Wasn't there. there. Well, the ass and aspect. Live from your grave. Well, uh, speaking of how the future is interesting and maybe not as as, as good as uh, some things of the past, did you know if you, if you eat one freshwater fish in America from a river or a lake, that's the equivalent to drinking toxic water for an entire month oh, no, because they're like full scary, of forever chemicals. This sounds like clickbait, kind of scary clickbait. No, this also comes Weird. from France. I don't know why I have so many stories from France today. I I don't know if I, I don't know France knows. I think no, France, France is just saying mean things about America because they no, were guilty they're directing lightning. No, they're no. Fucking, Fran- they're guilty for what they didn't do when they win the war on terror. They should have tried harder. They gave because us a, people no, are they still did. afraid. They were Look bored. at those people in the Hawaiian Airlines. Either the end of the war on terror, they'd get rid of fear altogether. But they didn't, did no, they? No, it's not terror as a concept. It's terror as like the idea that I it's a group. I want there be a war against all frightening things, which is the first thing because these cryptids are coming from underground and they're killing our co-eds. And now mm. what I think we need to do is we need to go down and fucking preemptive strike and blow up inside the earth. So, according to David Andrews... Jesus fucking Christ, she was... Is this a prank chair? This is a fucking prank chair you just got me? He's a senior scientist at the nonprofit environmental working group. They led research, and they found that if you catch and eat wild fish, they say you can't do it. He says, I can no longer look at a fish without thinking about the PFAs. I don't know. Contamination. Just, guys... So, is that not a crime against humanity? We don't know if any of this is real. This is real. Pollution of our rivers and lakes? What's the name of the website? 
France24.com. I think I I don't I don't know <laughs> if it's real. I don't know if it's real. It seems clickbaity. I'm not afraid of the fish. I don't know what's going on. Be afraid on. of fish. No, yeah, yeah. no, this is if you catch them wild from lakes and rivers. The fish the fish that we get is raised. I feel like we're gonna, I already know that we're going to get. So just from you saying that. So no, we're not. emails being like, hey, fish, fish, every day. What do I do? You can tell me my little daughter, Gregonka, they ain't going to get she, she can't eat trout. I mean, like, you, you know how many we're going to get? You know how many You know what you got to do? Delete. <laughs> Isn't that the great thing about getting an email? Oh, look at that one. Delete. <laughs> you know how many times I do that? Yeah, you just got a nix in it. Delete. Um, also, uh, just in a little story here, there was a gal... Um, and, and she had an OnlyFans, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is he, this is news. She was embarrassed because she kept on wetting herself for years, right? Yeah, she had a thing. She had some kind of condition, apparently. She did this thing. I forget what it's called. Something about... Piss crazy. It's about, I think, yeah, I think it's called piss craziness, yeah. And it's really fun. And so she's a 29-year-old and she lives in Camborne. It's chronic kidney disease. Oh, and so she was always sweating herself in class mm. and stuff. And she's like, God dang it, man, this is real bad. Turns out, Sell the panties on OnlyFans. Boom. Boom. Flip it. Reverse that it. That is the true way to do this. All if right? this is her real name, it is a name that is made for OnlyFans. Candy Dixon. Uh, because honestly, how many times do you pee in your pants when you're taking a nappy? Every pistol? single day. You should have seen me yesterday when I was coming back from Los Angeles. Had to stop on the side of the highway three times because in order to make it here, I had to have five Red Bulls. Oh, I, I so, totally understand. But So this woman, she sells her diapers, right? She pee No, not diapers. Them. Just the pennies. No, they're nappies. She's wearing adult nappies. These are mm. diapers. She's wearing full on. Are those well, diapers? Those are diapers in the UK. That's what they call them in the UK, they right? They call them nappies? Yeah. And you mm. see this, right? See these, see, these are the classy ones. She's showing the ones because these are the nice ones because these are the ones that you can wear and not be as embarrassed. These are, you know, when you go into like the pharmacy and you see the adult diaper section and they always put some hot guy like in the adult diapers, like in their thing. It's like, it's never that guy unless he lost his dick in the war. You know what I mean? Like, this is a guy, like, this is. Yeah, that's why right. I thought they were just panties because no, she's no, no. holding them up there. That's, that's, called good advertising they treat them much with much more respect then because yeah in america they're just like make them look horrible so it's nice is that she shows them dry and then she shows them wet and i'm gonna say that's a lot of piss but you know what it's get your money's worth because i think it's the thing it seems like she seems to really be sort of like the costco of piss filled panties absolutely because so she flipped it she reversed it she's having a great time now she's living a great life it's fucking awesome this she is like literally you did the most this is to me Yes, quote unquote, is dirty, but it's truly innocent because you were trying to deal with this issue that you have. People want to smell and drink your piss, and you're just the person that provides the pee pee. And then you get, and that's all it's just pee pee. All pee pee is yellow water. There you go. Well, it depends on how, uh, on how hydrated you are. She Hopefully says, she's my, I hope she's dry hydrated. She said, I thought my whole life I would be living in a bubble where I would have to wear a nappy when I Aww. go out and be ashamed. She said, I was bullied about it with my wet knickers. All are now the reason for me and my family and children to be independent and have financial stability. Think about I that. also want to thank men. I want to thank because dirty ass horny men. There you go. Because if it wasn't for those fucking bottom of the barrel Panty stuffing it in their mouth, fucking gremlins online. This woman wouldn't have a whole life. So maybe think about that next time you get all like, all oh, these men are disgusting. Sometimes it provides an ample flow of income Absolutely. for some people. I think it's really nice. I think it's really nice as well. And obviously it doesn't hurt. She's quite a beautiful gal. She's absolutely gorgeous. A of a kidney problem. No, and it, it is really nice. I actually kind of weirdly, I, I like that idea that you, because you really are, you're embarrassed because you pee pee all the time, but then you just turn it into a fucking function. Those are just panties. 
Those are those are the new panties because now they have the period panties too that look like panties, and you can just straight up flow right up in there. I like, and the, you can flow in there for like like gallons and gallons. I asked Nat mm, how much it comes out sometimes. That's and she's great. like, it's like it's less than I thought. Fantastic, but it's still more than I thought too. I like the exclamation point panties. All right, let's do hero of the week. It's a hero of the week. I guess it's just going to be old people. So more people over the age of 65 have turned to cannabis to fight their arthritis and yeah, other things. Yeah, man. Yeah, of course they did, bro. This is very good. No, so, I love this because I think it's it changed my mom's life. She loves her edibles. In California alone, people 65 and older, the amount of folks using marijuana has jumped 18-fold since 2005. Yeah, of course. It became illegal. And heavily advertised. Fantastic. So also emergency room visits by seniors getting high did jump uh, 1,800% as well. <laughs> but that is because they were it's taking too much. Too much. All at once. Yeah, it's too much all at once. They yeah. were taking too much. Um, so anyway, a guy named Benjamin Hahn, he's the author of the report of geriatricians. Anyway, these old motherfuckers getting stoned, right? <laughs> he said many older pot users... Quote, assume they aren't going to have adverse side effects from the drug, but they, they do take too much and they do go to the hospital. So yeah, I mean, that's they a are lot. doing a little bit wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. But um, anyway, I am proud of them, though. And I think that that's great that they're getting nice and stoned and making, um, you know, their families love them more and just making the holidays a little bit better. So anyway, there you go. You're well, here of the week just being old. I actually and then and weirdly, in a way, I feel like the hero there is weed. Yeah, it kind of is weed. I was but looking for some other for heroes, me, but I really wasn't doing that well with with heroes. There wasn't a lot of, you know, we need a hero, and there we just do. wasn't a lot of people being heroes. There lately. ain't a lot out there, man. That's why you got to be your own goddamn hero. You got to make sure, because no one's out there looking out for you. You got to look out for your goddamn self. Yeah. Right? And, and, and except for incredible listeners who always look out for us because I got this the, some wonderful emails I'm going to get into right now. Uh, okay. Now, I've been an avid listener for the last five years, and I figured out there was I there was a finally something I could respond to. Uh, so first of all, it was one of my favorite letters I ever got. I was formally a Catholic priest for five years. Oh. He's been listening for five years. We fucking broke that. Nothing fulfills me more than the fact that we the a priest got broken. Well, I don't think he got broken. Perhaps he got healed. It's because God. He did because God. Didn't show up to the meeting, right? Oh. So he said that he um, saw himself out on a steady diet of history, existentialism, and last podcast and left. Congrats. Thank you. You got out. Good work. Mm. You're not an X-Men for God anymore. <clears throat> now, much like Henry, I'm the spawn of East Coast Polish Roman Catholics. Yes. And priesthood was something of an expectation rather than a personal choice. Yes. It was very much an open thing. I do remember. That was also kind of back in the day. If you were a little weird socially, wink, 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 especially at the time, a good way of avenue to do that was to be a priest because then it also elevated you in the town. And a lot of times if you had multiple kids, you'd be super excited if one of them wanted to be a priest because that was like an important part of the like the social structure. Free wine. Free wine. Free free cookies. He just fucking, crackers. he'll knock a couple of Hail Marys off if you've been jerking off into the fucking, any, into the communal. It's like when you're, you know, when you're, when there's a doctor in the family. It's nice, it's right? Nice. You got somebody, you got a line of God, right? Sure. Um, 
yes, you get to study in the Vatican for five years and oh. also dive deep into the corporate structure of one of the world's most established and profitable cults. Very interesting. So to report, I never observed anything remotely supernatural, even when tagging along with an exorcist. But your content on cult leaders is spot on with all the tactics employed by more socially acceptable cults like the Catholic Church and its effort to recruit and retain believers. Hmm. More directly to your questions, which was... Do nuns shave? Ah, uh, yes. I work in proximity to nuns more than most people. Ben was right on the money when oh, he noted right. that there is a variety of trim occurring in the nunnery. Hmm. See, many of the older nuns nowadays went through the 60s and the 70s alongside with the women's lib movement. And as much, they shed their habits, dyed their hair, and started shaving like an average woman. Many of them have since moved out of convents and do social work. They're often at odds with their church hierarchy and push for things like women's ordination and LGBTQ acceptance. Financially, they're oh. independent from having to fall in line with the male church hierarchy, as many of them being the last of their communities are living off of the sale of their various convents, hospitals, orphanages, and properties. These older nuns basically live like incel lesbians who do good deeds. We'll have fun with it. But there are newer communities of nuns who are much younger, which have sprung up to fill the vacuum of celibate servitude to the institution. These women dressed in strict habits, wear medieval shit like hair shirts and sillies, and don't shave anything oh. they have all that that separate they have they all have that separate wives thousand year stare and and i i'm sure even putting on deodorant would be considered an act of vanity nice. oddly enough inside these churches it is the opposite of the real world where the young are progressive and the old are conservative the older folk in the church leadership tend to be closeted hippies while the younger recruits are some form of a lot of times Religious neo-Nazi. Okay. I find I think that's really interesting because we are we are seeing a rise of sort of like ironic Catholicism because irony just keeps eating sure. a snake that just keeps eating its own tail again and again. And you don't understand that we've like beat these things for a reason. Like we're trying to move past them for a Who reason. Knows? But you then need a constant stream of how to be, how do I still be contradictory and make as many people upset as possible? So then instead of like, well, I did was like you go Satanists now everyone's going Catholic which is so dumb although it's actually not true Satanism is on the rise and more kids are anti-organized religion than ever before yes, but yes we there are is winning. the outsider it's, it's that fringe thing of making somebody upset right yeah. but oh, I think so. now I got some questions about are you dead I've been a critical care nurse for a decade and there's been no instance in which a patient's heart rate stopping and hearing a beep Right, you can turn part of the monitor on to beep with every heartbeat, but never that long beep when the patient is in uh, asystole. Nailed it. Wow, asystole. Asystole sounds like <laughs> an Italian <laughs> yeah. soup made with your butt. Yes, it does. Now, also, dead people can still have PEA, pulseless electrical activity, where the heart has ceased to function. The patient is dead, but the body still sends pulses of energy that look like a heartbeat on the monitor, but it's mm. false. Oh. Super wild to think about where the patient really exists in that moment. Where the fuck? Who is that person? To Henry's question of people stop breathing, are they dead? We go by the electrical activity in the heart. When that stops, the patient is considered dead. Patients can come back after that with CPR, meds, and electricity, but the survival rate afterward is 10% for those patients. It's extremely rare to see a patient make full recovery, even if, if they are a if they aren't a healthy young person. Okay. And for patients who are brain dead, we consider the patient clinically dead when intensive brain death testing is completed and there's no brain function at all. The patient is still breathing, has a beating heart, and can rarely make noises. There's a great doc in HBO about a center for people 
people who like this in Jersey, patients can live for, for years right. with complete and total care until surrogate decision makers agree to remove interventions that they were required to keep the body alive. And That's, of course, they're allowed to vote. Of course. Great. That's very interesting. And there's another thing that near-death experiences, which is like, apparently, there is, it seems that there's some evidence of near-death experiences if people go past this brain activity beyond 10 minutes, but their bodies are still alive. Right. I can't corroborate anything that's specific, but Bruce Grayson, uh, he's an examiner of near death experiences. He said that he can now oh, he openly questions the materialistic party line that we are all being pulled towards. You know how it mm. is. He has he allowed for consciousness in cases of the paradoxical case of dementia. Right. Okay. This idea that your brain slowly shuts off and they don't really know why certain functions can zip you right back. Why they're why emotional quotients. Can like bring you like that's I asked a doctor who called into uh I think that was Hale yourself, our serious the serious show on Tuesdays. And I asked if I'm in a coma, can I request a blowjob in my will and testament? He did say that you could do so. That's awesome. So if you are in a coma, you can be like, yeah, someone said my just get it. And if you come to literally multiple ways, perhaps. Whoa. There you go. So you're actually like very that. interesting. Uh but you gotta write it down. You got to write it you down. You got to write it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you're not going to be able to say it once you do it. No, no. Basically, on the physics side, there, people just have to uh, advocate for you. That's what they're saying is you really want somebody there. Hopefully, you haven't burned every bridge you've ever crossed right. in your whole fucking life. And so that you actually will have somebody there that will make sure that you're taken care oh, of. Because if not, you could just sit on a machine for years. Even if you haven't uh, burnt every bridge, maybe you have too many bridges still open. And then the people on those bridges are fighting. Look at Terry Scheifel. Look at Terry Scheifel. I feel like too many people thing. loved her. I mean, too many people. It's just one of those things. And maybe, yeah, maybe that was her problem. There was a fight. That was really her issue. Of a fight. What great way. If you're fighting over a, a borderline corpse, just look at each other and be like, ah, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Come on. Come on. Let it go. Let Insurance it go. money. Insurance yeah, that's money. The, that's what was the problem. Um, to live every day knowing that you just need to be just sufferable enough for somebody to give a fucking shit about your corpse. Yeah. Right? Because you're not gonna love that your corpse is just gonna be bandied about by a bunch of corpse salesmen. Uh, someone's gonna be sucking your dick whether you like it or not because I imagine if that- If you like, write it in your will. Half these guys that work in the morgue, and I don't mean to slight any of them, I mean, maybe a chunk of them, at least some of them at least thought about sucking a dead person's yeah. penis or, yeah. or, or putting a finger up a fucking dead person's vagina. And it, maybe it was just because of scientific curiosity, but you don't wanna be the only no. person that's there, right? That no one's looking after. So they feel willy-nilly to like sit under your dead face. Unless it's something you want. And again, okay. what you need to do, to put that in writing. You need to say that, hey. How are you going to get to laugh on I'm just going to say, you just got to laugh. Just think about, like, you just never know what's coming down the pipe. You got to laugh. Oh. You, know, you never know what's coming down the pipe, and you just got to take it out of the way. So That's when great. it comes down to it, is that if you've ruined everything that you've ever touched, then maybe uh, whatever, bro. You know what I mean? Fucking, yep. fucking Miller time, dude. Really didn't avoid the lightning strike on that triple L there, did you? Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We're back. We're back. And uh, yeah, anything? Do we have anything else going on um, here? Again, we're still waiting on the finalized word from the Australian Booker. It's been a whole thing. So if you're wondering, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. So we're still waiting on those dates, but we are definitely coming to Australia yes, this year. It's going to happen. It is going to happen. Um, we're coming and, to you just now, and including New Zealand is also being postponed. So it's like they were working on it. Thanks to everyone who came out and went to go. See the page Whisper seven, and page Whisper seven. show was fucking awesome. You guys got to see, see the show. They put a lot of work into it. It was super funny. The audience super dug it. So check it out. That was really great. Um, 
And that's it for us, because right now we're just waiting. We're in between things. We got Last Comic Book on the Left, Volume 2. Uh, and then we got Triple Teen Industry Part 3. This week will be the end of our series. And then we're going to, we got a lot yep. of fun surprises this year. Yep. It's course, so good because we got Marcus's fucking, I can smell his body. We now. can smell him here. And of course, Mondays and Tuesdays, 6 p.m. PST. Serious Radio. Serious Radio. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Congratulations. Bye. Bye. Don't join an organized religion because you think for the lulls. Okay, it's real stupid. That could be fun. It's a waste of time. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Yeah.